It's once more a beautiful Friday evening. This is Speaking for Him Ministries and our host, Andrew Gominson. Thank you, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. We will introduce our new producer and co-host on a future episode. Um, but for now, his name is Dan, and we thank him for being in the producer's chair today. I'm excited to be bringing you another um podcast about my favorite place in the world or one of my favorite places and that is master arts theater i'll be profiling their holiday offering for this year november and december's uh the lion the witch and the wardrobe with the director dale bales but before i do that i'll send it back over to dan for the quote of the day aslan is a lion the great lion oh said susan i thought he was a man is he quite safe I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe? said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he is good. He's the king, I tell you. C.S. Lewis. And I picked this quote because it's my all-time favorite scene in the whole story of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And it really shows um, a proper approach to God for us. Because a lot of times we think that because God is good... That means that he's safe, but he's not. The Bible says that it's a fearful thing to fall, in the ha- fall into the hands of an angry God. And how is God's anger assurged? It's not through anything that we do, but it's through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. And that is what the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe so aptly illustrates for us. And so I thought that would be a good quote to start off our discussion. And now I have the privilege of welcoming in Dale Bales, who is directing this show. So welcome to the show, Dale. Thank you, Andrew. Um, can we just get started by you telling me um, some of the highlights of the show? Most people have heard of this, but just give a quick rundown of the story. Yeah, my first response is, what isn't a highlight? Um, everyone seems to know this. C.S. Lewis has created so many characters in a magical land that everyone knows they've experienced it. Um, it's a story about um, sacrifice. It comes down to a, the the main point is sacrifice of uh, redeeming someone and and the power that comes from that. Uh, we have been working through the characters and and we find out through the play that every character changes ex- except for one, and that's Aslan. And uh, we want to see how both those characters change and how we change when we see Aslan face to face. And uh, that's another good spiritual application because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it's interesting that you mentioned Aslan is the only character that doesn't do any changing. So um, tell us about how you got the opportunity to do this show. What led up to it? Why did you want to do this show? And how that experience has been? Uh, at first, I didn't want to do the show. Um <laughs> I had finished directing my first main stage uh, production of The Imaginary Invalid. Had such a great cast, such a great run. Um, I actually didn't want to ruin the memory of it. Um, sometimes when something is so good, you uh, want to take a step back. And, and So I was very reluctant. Um, but a lot of people were asking me what I was going to direct next. My cast from Imaginary Invalid are asking me what I'm going to direct next. And so I started thinking about other plays, what what was coming up. And I knew Wardrobe was coming up. I knew that uh, there was going to be a lot of expectations from that. 
and I knew that if anyone could really mess it up, it would be me. Um, so I prayed about it, um, like I did with Imaginary Infolid, and decided that if God wanted me to direct it, things would fall into place. And so I pursued it, and the next thing I know, I was given the task. I had this full production team plopped into my lap of people volunteering to help, and I just knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. That That's that's an amazing story. Um, I have assistant directed on several shows. It's still one of my theater goals to be um, director of a show here, and so I'm, I'm hoping that those things fall into place, but it's just really encouraging to hear how um, you you stepped up to the challenge even though you were reluctant to do it. I think, um, first of all, when you step into Master Arts Theater, for anybody that hasn't been there yet, you will be hooked. I mean, it took going to my first show to know that I didn't want to miss anything that goes on at Master Arts. And so, and that was uh, 2003, so we're talking 15 years ago now, since I wandered into this little place that, um, most people, a lot of people don't know about, but hopefully with the big changes that are uh, afoot for Master Arts, more people will get to know about us. And if you have not experienced us, go to masterarts.org and start to find out what everything is about. All right. So tell me a little bit about your cast. Um, I have to say, folks, I predicted who would get the title role of Aslan. He's been on the podcast before. He portrayed Simon of Cyrene in a, uh, a one-person narrative that I did for Good Friday. He will bring an excellent, uh, uh, an excellent character and presence to the role. Um, but I'll let you talk about the rest of the cast. That was Craig Apel who will be portraying Aslan. But I'll I'll let you talk about the rest. Sure. Uh, my cast is amazing. Um, it was really. Um, I, I, I knew that there would probably be a great turnout for this um, audition. What I didn't realize is that almost 100 people auditioned for the show. Um, so we spent many times of uh, going through auditions, going through callbacks, reviewing, uh, making more phone calls, calling people back second times. Um, it was just very, very difficult. Um, we prayed a whole lot about this show. Um, that we cast the right people. We have um, Juliana Voss coming back. She's going to be the White Witch. Um, and let's see, we have some new people. Alex um, Johansson is is coming. He's going to be Mr. Tumnus. The, the four kids are phenomenal. And that's Gabe and Melinda and Olivia and um, Malachi. I could say their last names, but it's their first time on the main stage. Um, this whole cast is phenomenal, um, and what we're really interested in people coming out and seeing and what we're making sure that we tell these people is that we're not looking for you to be up on stage. We're looking for the character to be up on stage. Everyone loves these characters, and that's what we're really working on is the character development, since it is such a well-known story. Uh, interesting thing about the audition process um, the dates are sometimes set six months ahead of time, and things didn't really work out, so we kept moving the audition day. It was like three or four times we had to move it. And uh, my assistant director and I have been going through a devotional a year with Aslan, 
And um, we've been reading that every day when we get together, um, the passage of the day. And so our audition date set for August 25th. So we hurried, got everything around. We sat down right before we let the first people into audition. We read the, the passage. The passage was from The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And it was when Drinian and Prince Caspian was choosing the crew to go on the voyage of the Dawn Treader to go to the end of the world and meet Aslan. After she finished reading that, we both just looked at each other with big smiles on our face because that was an affirmation that we were picking a crew to take a journey to meet Aslan and bring Aslan to other people, which is very important to us. All right. Can you tell us about when the show will be running? The show's going to run from November 15th through December 8th. Those are Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights at 7.30. We also have um, matinees on Saturdays at 2 p.m. And we have two special fundraising events um, on December 2nd and December 9th at 3 p.m. Um, to help some charities. Um, we're very excited about that because uh, we want to give back and serve those people. Um, in our performance. It's kind of exciting how that has been uh, become a more of a regular part of Master Arts, and uh, that just makes them more exciting to be a part of. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention that Dale didn't mention is that because it's over the holidays on the Thanksgiving weekend, they don't do a Thursday performance, but they will do uh, two on Friday and two on Saturday, and I do believe that the Friday matinee for the day after Thanksgiving is 2.30, is that correct? Uh, I'm not too sure. It's usually well, at 2. I would hope it, uh, that it's at 2 just so that we can get some rest between the shows. All right. <laughs> I will double check. Well, uh, yeah, you can double check that on the web too. I think it's, uh, yeah, 2.30, which would be later than 2. But but you can double check all that information. And uh, we're getting these interviews out to you a little bit earlier than I was used to doing it. Usually I do it about a week before the show, but I've been trying to do it earlier so that you have a chance to grab tickets um, before they sell out and you're not listening to the podcast wishing you could get tickets. So, uh, Dale, that leads me to, can you tell us how to get tickets for the show? Of course. Um, you can always go to the Master Arts website at www.masterarts.org, or you can call the office at 616-455-1001 between the hours of 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. All right, and and those tickets go on sale a month before the show date, and if you're a season ticket subscriber, one week before that. So just keep that in mind. All right, we're almost done here, Dale. I thank you for your time. Um, and I uh, just wanted to ask you one final thing. If you're going to sum up in uh, you know a very quick statement of 30 to 45 seconds, maybe a little bit longer, uh, why should we come to see The Lion, the Witch, and the World at Master Arts Theater? Well, most people look at the series, um, you know, the books, and think it's a kid's story. It's not a kid's story. It's not a children's production. We have uh, people of all ages in this. Um, the play deals with deception, treachery, consequences to sin, redemption, death, and so much more. And so we want everyone to come and take a new trip in your imagination to Narnia. You, everyone's, almost everyone has read the book, and it's a, uh, it's a very personal experience and exclusive to your mind. But coming to see it, we hope that you will find that when you walk through the wardrobe, you'll find yourself in Narnia. And at the end of the show, the audience and you will remember the wonder of the first time of heading into Narnia and know that you've reconnected with Narnia, but this time 
with a whole family of friends of Aslan. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing this show, and uh, I hope to see many of you out there as well. Again, you can get the information on the show at masterarts.org um, and, and any upcoming shows. There's open auditions, so make sure that if you have an interest in theater that you avail yourself of those. And with that, we'll say uh, goodbye to you, Dale, and we'll let you get to rehearsal. Um, we're looking forward to what comes out of those rehearsals, and we'll be praying for you as the show goes forward. Thanks, Andrew. Couldn't ask for more. All right. Um, and uh, with that, I think that's about all I have time for as as your host. So I will just say have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at speakingforhim. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. Review.